When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. For over 15 years, the Cersei Apprenticeship has been equipping teachers to understand the nature and principles of classical education and showing how those principles can be brought back to any classroom or homeschool. The Cersei Institute's Apprenticeship Program is an in-depth, personal teacher development community. With mentorship and community at its core, it's a program for teachers from all walks of life who want to drink deeply from the wisdom of the ages, engage in inspiring conversation with like-minded friends, and push hard towards truth, wisdom, and virtue. The mentor-apprentice relationship and the community that springs out of it is the very heart of the program. Each of the seven groups is kept small so that mentors and apprentices can truly know each other. The mentors guide the apprentices by providing assessment that blesses, accountability that strengthens, and regular discussions that nurture. The environment is welcome and safe. The community develops over shared meals and stories. The pedagogy is founded on Christian classical education forms, and the assessment is for the apprentice to flourish. These are the things that set this teacher training program apart. Do you have questions about how this apprenticeship works? Our head mentors are here to help. Each week this spring, one of them will be available online via Zoom to answer your questions about the program. So whether you have questions about the curriculum, the retreat experience, or the purpose of the program, the Cersei team is here to clarify. Visit searcyinstitute.org slash apprenticeship to check this week's date and time. You're listening to the Cersei Podcast Network. I'm Joshua Gibbs, and this is Proverbial, the podcast where we explore the wisdom of the ages as it comes to us in Proverbs, by which I mean wise sayings a man may live by if he's not so arrogant as to think himself special. Episode 61. I'm going to pick a fight. Today's proverb is unattributed. I'll read it twice. Choose your battles carefully. Once more. Choose your battles carefully. There are two 
parts to every proverb. A visible and an invisible part to every proverb. I've made this case before. There's the saying itself, the proverb itself, the words themselves. And that's part of a proverb. And then the other part is the occasion which prompts people to recite the proverb. And there's no proverb you can understand without knowing the context in which it's typically said. I pointed all of this out on a previous episode. I believe it was the episode devoted to the saying, life goes on. Under what circumstances does someone tell his friend life goes on? Well, typically not when someone is suffering deeply and profoundly. When your wife dies, your friends don't say, well, life goes on. We also don't say life goes on when something good happens. Someone wins the lottery. You almost get a reckless driving ticket, but get nothing instead. No one says, well, life goes on. Life goes on is the sort of saying prompted by mid-range suffering. Your girlfriend breaks up with you. You lose a job. You break a leg. Life goes on. Profound suffering needs something deeper, wider. Life goes on is a glib dismissal of pain, which is appropriate to certain levels of pain. But it's conceivable, is it not, that a hundred years in the future, the meaning of life goes on would change completely because it was said under different circumstances. I can imagine a culture where everybody said life goes on when something good happened. You win the lottery, you get a promotion, well, life goes on. Which is to say, even in the midst of great triumph, well, you could still get diagnosed with terminal pancreatic cancer tomorrow. And in that sense, life goes on would be a kind of paradoxical memento mori. Life goes on for the time being, then it doesn't. Well, that's not what life goes on means in modern American society. It means that there are still bills to pay, irregular verbs to conjugate, the time being to redeem from insignificances, W. H. Auden says. Now, I bring all of this up, and this is not the proverb on the table. The proverb on the table is, choose your battles carefully. But I have to start this way. Because choose your battles carefully has become not the most misunderstood proverb today, but it has become the most misapplied proverb, particularly among modern Christians. Modern Christians speak this proverb 
prolifically, glibly, gutlessly. Choose your battles carefully is now commonly used as a reason to not fight, to never fight. And yet it's often said with a kind of spacious gleam in your eye. Well, choose your battles carefully. As though it's a promise. We will fight later. We will choose to fight later. We have to play the long game. We have to be strategic. We have to keep the whole battlefield in mind, the psychology of our enemies in mind. It's a long life. Choose your battles carefully. Choose your battles carefully is now said to persuade people not to fight, but you get to tell yourself, oh, I'm just biding my time. I'm just waiting for a more strategic moment. I'm not a coward. I'm cunning. I'm a king. I'm playing this game nine, ten steps in the future. And you can tell yourself that indefinitely. You can tell yourself that as you prove coward in the face of battle over and over and over again. I have never heard someone say, choose your battles carefully and mean, you need to fight this battle right now. I've never heard it used that way. Choose your battles carefully is now misapplied in that it means, tell yourself you'll choose a different battle in the future, some other time. It's this kind of high-minded procrastination where you refuse to admit you're too cowardly or too gutless to fight. And you make as though you will choose a different battle in the future and that you will choose the right battle in the future. I have never heard choose your battles carefully mean we should actually choose this battle right here, right now. Never. Now, there are plenty of people who fight but never choose a battle. And that's the really confrontational aspect of the proverb. Not accept your battles carefully, but choose them. There are plenty of people, of Christians especially, who fight defensive battles when they cannot be avoided. There are plenty of Christians who fight back after they get sucker punched in the gut. But that's not choosing your battles. That's the battle choosing you. And if you accept a battle that's been thrust upon you, and you fight in such a way as to make the battle in as quickly as possible because you lack the nerves and the courage, to further the fight after it might be over in the hopes of winning, then you have not chosen your battles carefully. 
battles are not like wars. And the saying is choose your battles carefully, not choose your wars carefully. Wars choose us. Wars cannot be avoided. The war against sin cannot be avoided. The war against the spirit of this age, the zeitgeist. The war against the flesh is not one that we choose. And that is because our most sacred identities conscript us into ancient wars. Our most sacred identities, our most important identities, are the antithesis of something. Which is why Christian, conservative, traditionalist, these are not identities that are cosmetic. They're not fan clubs. They are philosophical, theological convictions. It's not like being a Bruce Springsteen fan, which is fine. But being a Bruce Springsteen fan doesn't really conscript you into a war. It's not like you have to do battle against Spice Girls fans just because you love Bruce Springsteen. You can leave those people alone. The most important identities you have, though, are antithetical to something. Any identity worth having is going to arouse the hatred of somebody. And that's the war. Now, the battle is different. Choose your battles carefully. You cannot choose your wars, but you can choose your battles carefully because God himself chooses his battles carefully. He has his reasons. They are mysterious, but God does not fight every battle that's presented to him. There are evil people who live for a long time. And God might strike any of them dead any moment he pleases. God chooses his battles carefully. The war with the devil is not one that he has chosen. That is the nature of God. But God plans, he strategizes, and he fights some battles and not others. And he conscripts his people to, or asks his people to fight some battles, but not others. It is allowable for Christians to run sometimes. Christ himself resists arrest on occasion. The righteous saints of old flee cities, hide in the mountains. Not because they're cowards, but because their time has not yet come. Christ's time had not come. And so he passes through the grasp of his enemies like air, and he evades them. Choose your battles carefully 
means you are not the Lord. You can't win every battle. So don't be an idealist. Don't hold yourself to standards that the Lord does not hold himself to. God sees the truth and waits. And at times, we must wait too. Choose your battles carefully is a caution against the sort of idealism which holds. Every lie must be contested right now. Every ugly thing must be torn down right now. Every enemy must be vanquished right now. Now, that said, I don't know a whole lot of Christians who actually are trying to do that. Maybe in some forgotten age, maybe in the fourth or fifth century, when Christianity had become the official religion of the Roman Empire, and the tide had turned against the pagan gods. And there was an unrighteous zeal to simply stamp out every pagan alive on planet Earth. To say to such Christians who were willing to go after every last temple prostitute, every last priest of Apollo, every last pagan hermit living in some obscure grove of trees somewhere. Maybe you have to tell that person, choose your battles carefully. You're losing your common sense here. Those things will take care of themselves in the long run. But we're not there anymore. And choose your battles carefully I mean, it might be the sort of thing you say to somebody who's hot-headed and wants to fight tonight. But choose your battles carefully is, more often than not, an excuse for not fighting. You can only say, choose your battles carefully so many times in an institution, in a church, in a school, in an organization. You can only say, choose your battles carefully so many times, before the average adherent starts to think, are we just not the fighting time? It grows thin, eventually. You can say, choose your battles carefully, three times, four times, five times in a row. But you've got to remind everybody in your school, movement, church, family, organization, that you have something worth fighting for. On occasion, you have to pick a fight. You've got to be William Wallace every now and again. Now, I know there's a lot of fabrication in Mel Gibson's Braveheart. But if William Wallace was a contemporary Christian, it is too easy to imagine 
him looking at the English law of Prima Nocta, turning to face a field of angry Scotsmen and saying, well, fellas, got to choose your battles carefully. I know it's bad, but could get a lot worse. Maybe we should wait. I can imagine some modern Christian saying that. And pretending that everyone would be content to go home and stew and fantasize about the moment when the fighting would actually begin, when the battling would actually begin. But if you want people to remain faithful to a church, to a school, to a family, to whatever civic organization, to whatever civic organization stands against wickedness and evil and the powers of the flesh and the devil, you're going to have to pick a fight from time to time. You're going to have to choose a battle and choose it carefully and choose it with the goal of keeping people involved. Give them some reason to take confidence and pride in the organization, in the church, in the school. Bide your time, but then spend it. If you're not willing to fight for something, and if you're doing what the average modern man is, really, which is just hoping everything will turn out all right, even though you don't do anything, even though you're not willing to do anything. Man, as the teenage boy, so the grown man when it comes to modern Christians. I don't know how many teenage boys I've known, how many students I've known, whose game plan for life seemed to be, I'm not going to try hard. I'm not really going to try at all. I'm just going to hope everything turns out okay for some reason. There are adults that have that same strategy. <laughs> I'm not going to stick up for God. I'm not going to stick up for my principles. I'm not going to fight evil. I'm just going to hope everything goes okay. And I'm not going to pick a fight, choose a battle. I'm going to be as defensive and deflective as I possibly can whenever violence comes to my doorstep. I'm going to say or do whatever it takes to make it go away as quickly as possible. And when it's just me and the boys, we're going to talk it up like, oh man, someday we're going to give it to them. But you're not. You're just going to talk about it. You don't like teenage boys plotting and scheming. Oh, you know what we ought to do to that guy? We're going to fill this locker full of shaving cream. You're not going to do that. <laughs> Shut up. You know what we ought to do? Bunch of teenage boys sitting around saying, you know what we ought to do? Never do what they talk about. You can take that into old age. You can take that into adulthood. And you can keep making these IOUs to have some guts in the future. To pick a fight in the future when there's something really on the line. But if you wait that long, you're not going to have anybody around you to pick the fight with you. 
they're all going to, anybody with guts is going to have abandoned you. They're going to go find somebody who's willing to pick a fight. Somebody who's worth dying for and with. So choose your battles carefully. Choose battles. Don't allow the battles to choose you. From time to time, pick a fight, even if you're going to lose. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.